Hey everybody, what's going on? Thanks for downloading, uh, streaming, listening, whatever you're doing through uh, iTunes, Stitcher. Twatting. The twatting and the Facebooking. Instagramming. I just wanted to thank you before we get into the show, uh, the recorded show. Make sure that you're going to YouTube.com slash Permanent Relegation. Um, PermanentRelegation.com. Hit us on Facebook, like us. We did all those. Yeah, yeah, we'll do all those at the beginning of the show as well. But we just want to make sure that you stick around after the show. Uh, Chris and I had a chance to sit down with Cleberson, the newest signee for the uh, Indy 11, to actually talk to him a little bit about why he's Uh, here. Impromptu. Weren't sure that we were going to get him. And then all of a sudden, uh, yeah, let's do a quick impromptu 20-minute. And then, um, yeah, sat down. And honestly, an incredible short interview. uh, Extremely fun. And that guy has got an incredible personality. (laughs) Um, Getting to talk to him for just that little bit of time. That guy still seems like a kid. All I know is I'm going to go home and play him uh, as him on FIFA. Uh, I'm right. just going to make a Brazilian team, and Cleberson's <laughs> going to be my midfielder. Great. And then I'm going to foul him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, just stick around after the Peter Will episode. Uh, if you guys listen to us live, thank you so much for listening to us live. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, make sure you're subscribing on uh, YouTube uh, because we've got a lot of great shows coming up as well. Uh, and come on down to Fisher's uh, Chatham Tap Chatham and Ch- enjoy some Please, come see food. Peter Wilk. Come to, yeah, check it out. Have some drinks. Uh, we got Flat 12 on, on tap. we got a bunch of stuff going on. Um, please. And again, as Andy just said, we cannot thank you enough because uh, you either probably need to be mentally checked out um, if you've uh, if you've listened to us regularly, or as we found out tonight, our slogan really should be: you have uh, uh, you're at work and you have nothing better to do, so you watch us. So and Cleberson just tweeted us on Twitter. And Cleberson, that That's is pretty darn cool. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, stay around after the show, the live show, and uh, listen to the interview. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Everybody, what's going on? It is episode two of the Voice of the Brickyard Battalion, brought to you by the Permanent Relegation Podcast. I am Andy. Those of us watching on YouTube, Andy. I am silent. Chris. Chris. It's me. Josh Mason from the Brickyard Battalion. And, and this guy right here. You might not know because he looks like he's kind of a witness protection. I think is what <laughs> he said. Oh, yeah. He came in, but oh. low. So we got now Peter. Peter Wilt, President and General Manager of Indy Eleven. Yep. Has a Schlapst hat on that some nice gentleman gave to you, made you uh, in Florida, is what you said. Sent up. And you just found out tonight that Chatham and Fishers serves Schlitz and Pabst. Which, Schlitz is the hard one to find in Indiana. Right. Um, as far as I knew before tonight, there were only two bars that sold Schlitz uh, outside of packaged goods. And that was um, Sinking the Sinking Ship and the Golden Ace Inn. You need both ingredients to have a true schlap. Schlitz on the bottom, Pabst on top. So very excited to have uh, found that Chatham Tap and Fishers also has Schlitz, the key ingredients to Milwaukee's black and tan, <laughs> a.k.a. schlaps. Now, uh, Chris and I, actually, Maz, uh, I would like a, uh, pa- uh, I would like exactly what he's having. A Pabst and a Schlitz. Pabst and a Schlitz. We're going to have a schlaps. And a, and a, and a, and a yeah. yeah. You're going to do you know one what? too? I'm going to go against the I'm going to do the walkabout. No, you're not. Wow. You're going to have a schlaps. Yeah, yeah you're going to have a schlaps. I feel like I should do the walkabout. No, no. have a schlaps. We've already done a walkabout. Well, let's just be true. Let's be true to the flat 12, friends. Let's make okay. sure I give my, let's right. give my toast yes. to flat 12. toast already. Go fast and Milwaukee's black and tan, but flat 12 does support And then we'll do a schlaps toast. We'll do a schlaps and tomorrow is the Schlapps Cup yes. against the Chicago Fire. So yes. today is Schlapps Cup Eve. So it's a very important. It didn't make my evening. calendar for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I 
I try to Google it. You need a new calendar, Josh. <laughs> Josh, you're fired. You're gone. So, That's of course, it. we are live here at Chatham Tappan Fishers. Uh, make sure that, you know, whenever you're wanting to watch Champions League, Champions League tomorrow. Uh, uh, Barcelona. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, United and Bayern is going to be rough. Yeah, it is. It's going to be rough. Yeah. And then uh, and then Barcelona, uh, Barcelona and uh, Atletico, right? Is that tomorrow? Yes, Barcelona, Atletico, and then you have Real Madrid versus Borussia Dortmund on Wednesday, which I'm excited about. Um, and then Chelsea. Yes. Um, Chelsea and nobody uh, cares. Okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, all I of our Chelsea There's Sorry. a, for those of you watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash permanent relegation, there's a Chelsea jersey over here. And when, I, when Cleberson came in and we did a, um, uh, as you heard at the beginning of the uh, broadcast, for those of you who, are str- uh, who downloaded us, we're going to actually play a uh, recorded uh, interview with with Jose Cleberson, uh, who uh, it was about 15 minutes. It was yeah. awesome. Came 15, in impromptu. 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. It was great. Talk to us. Um, but uh, you can listen to that right after the show, the recorded version of the show. So make sure you go to iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud to be able to uh, to listen to that interview um, after the one and only Peter Wilt has made his return to the Permanent Relegation Podcast after a year hiatus. But the point is that you were sitting next to this jersey. Yes. So get back to your story sorry. there. Jesus, I got, I got, I got. I'm gonna keep you on track tonight. I'm on point tonight. I'm sorry. I'm just, the Cleberson thing and the fact that Peter's back in the house. You're is, just, is you've been freaking off. out all night. And I, I get it. You really have. Uh, you've Peter's, messed this dude up. Peter seriously is one of my favorite guys in the universe. I love this guy. I love the fact that you. Uh, oh, that's true. You do have a wrestling moment together. That's true. <laughs> that I don't. Because I think I'm like, dude. You don't even know. Anything. Wait a minute. I've you been trying have, to get him to go. No, I've but I don't know when they are. They're Friday nights and Saturdays. Are we gonna go again? Absolutely. Dude, fra- okay, fine. If it's, I'm there. I'm in the there. chili parlor across the street. Yeah. Uh, we uh, see. I didn't partake in that last time, and I need to partake in it. It's a chili. A 100-year-old chili parlor. What's it called? Oh, the 100-year. Uh oh. Maybe that's our trivia question to win tickets. To the, the unfortunate <laughs> part is that we're on video, so there's no hiding. Yeah, there is no hiding. <laughs> you can't be like, I'll just check my phone real quick. So I know that answer. Uh, yep. No. Uh, uh, Peter Wilt. Anyway, I was sitting beside this stupid Chelsea jersey, and it was just giving me the heebie-jeebies the entire time, and we had to move right when Carlos Oh, man, God, it's like somebody actually cares Sorry about, about your Any- Chelsea. No, I'm just anyway, kidding. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we're going to be giving away right. some tickets tonight. Uh, if you're listening to us yes. on YouTube, make sure that you're uh, hashtag BYBcast. Um, we're going to have some questions that Peter's going to come up. The guy is a history. So what happens if literally nobody outside of Peter Wilton, two other people, period, know this history question? They have the internet. Oh, so there's no, well, that's true. Okay. All right. <laughs> no. there is this, the what is this new internet thing you speak of? Unless, so. unless Peter's like, what is the name of the woman who is the proprietary uh, person of the Franklin Courthouse in Franklin? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> who was not the creator? Josie. Josie. It's <laughs> <laughs> Josie. There we go. All right. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, but anyway, uh, make sure that you're tweeting your questions to Peter. Uh, hashtag BYBcast. Uh, either uh, um, tweet us at PR Podcast Show or at the underscore BYB. Uh, Josh is manning the, uh, the Twitterverse and the YouTube channel to make sure that he's answering all the questions that you guys have. He doesn't have a lot of real good input, so this makes him look busy. <laughs> and then it's, but he, he, we brought his handler tonight because Josh gets out of control. Yes. He drinks a little too much, and so we brought his handler, who's sitting there very patiently, waiting. Uh oh, what is that? 
It's not chili, it's stew. Oh, that's why. That's why it was you. I was like, where's this chili place yeah, at? It's John's famous there stew. And then I told him it was decaffeinated. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got to be your bowl. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. That's great. It's not chili, it's stew. Yeah. All right. That's going to be a sound bite right there. Oh, that is amazing. So, uh, all right. But anyway, yes. Uh, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it, it. Uh, real quick. Make sure that... Uh, you come out to Chatham Tap and Fishers on Tuesdays when we're doing this. We usually do them on Tuesdays, but because the oh, oh my goodness, Wait. that's on camera. No, it's not. Oh, it, it is, is on camera. Oh, I threw you off. I'm sorry, Peter. This uh, dude has got. Peter's over here doing some coaster tricks. Jesus. It's amazing. Look at this. Oh my goodness. Dude, that's crazy. Reflexes. That's some reflexes. Like all right, we got some. We got right, some we're gonna, we're gonna take in. a little. Uh, we got some schlaps. I need. Go. I need new glasses. He's got it. Oh yeah, new glasses. No. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't want to put those on, do All I? All right, so so we're going to need a couple glasses as well. Let's and pass. Let's mix together. Oh, you're uh, <laughs> education being handed out this evening. I know. Thank you, sir. So as you can see, uh, YouTube folks, the seven people right now that are... Dude, my dad is going to just go, are you serious right now? This is what you're doing? So you have Flat Toil supporting you, and you're doing Schlitz and all back. They're all sister beers. They're all sister beers in the Monarch family. Wait, there you go. That only means people who work in the business for the Monarch family is. So, is that like the evil empire on the is, radio? That is no. That, that is a distributor locally in town yes. who also oh. happens to distribute Flat Twelve. I might. Oh, know. well. How do you right. know so much about this, uh, Josh? I may have spent five years in the industry doing that. So. <laughs> Thank you. All right, now, uh, Peter, you have to show us how this is properly done. The proper schlaps okay. must have the schlitz on the bottom, okay. halfway up, okay. and then the paps has to go on top. With the other half, because if you put the Pabst in first, half? is that a good half? Absolutely, okay. not too much foam. That's, okay. that's, that's I'm watching. Fine. I'm watching. Very well done. Oh, actually, you should look there, at that. Is there layering? Or there no is layering? absolutely uh, no layering. That's making sure. <laughs> that's, way too much, that's way too much head in there. That is too much. But you put the splits in first, otherwise it's a pits if yes. the Pabst goes in yes. first. And, it, and it, does it taste like the pits if the Pabst go in first? You know, a, a true it does, and a true schlaps. It's, it's wonderful. It's better than either one of them by themselves. It's like idiot parents having a brilliant child. <laughs> now, how did I don't? I think it we, happens. We've talked about this a little bit on the previous episode eleven. For those of you who are wanting to download, when Peter was on the uh, the show previously, how did how did Schlaps come about? I couldn't decide. I was at the Highbury Pub, a soccer bar in Milwaukee. They had just gotten uh, the new Schlitz in, which was the old formula. Uh-huh. And I normally would drink Paps. So I asked for a Pabst. I realized I had Schlitz. I changed my order to Schlitz. And I decided, no, I want a Pabst. And the bartender got a little upset with me and said, make up your mind. And I just flustered out and said, both. Give me both. <laughs> and she poured both. She poured the Schlitz in first. Yeah. And, and, and a new beer was born. The, the rest History was made. Yes. And now you've got the Schlaps cup tomorrow. So how soon until Heinz comes in and just puts it in a bottle like fancy sauce? Because, you know, for all those that love some ketchup and mayonnaise, you're like, yeah, I came up with something great. And then right. said, I already put it in a bottle. We need to do a, a Schlaps cheers. Oh, and a walkabout. And a walkabout. Yeah, a walkabout. <clears throat> uh, hey, the slap. Yeah, you're doing a slap over here, Justin. Yes, Justin. Nice. Oh, right over you. the laptop. That was yes. so smart. <laughs> it's a work laptop. You know what? That's not bad. That's not bad. I'm okay with that. Milwaukee's black and tan. I'm okay with that. It works. So anyway, mm. the Schlaps Cup is tomorrow. Uh, let's get the Twitters out of the way. At PR Podcast Show. At the underscore BYB. At Peter Wilt one uh, this guy is a, twi- and we're going to get to it, this guy's a social media 
feet. Nerd. Oh, my goodness. And it's we amazing. already got a question in, if you believe okay, well, it. So, we, I mean, we're getting there. We'll right. get right to it. We'll get right to it. Uh, at Caged Fear. At Cibala. A-C-B-A-L-L-A. Mason? At Mason ZBT. ZBT in the house. All right. And then at Fisher's Chatham. Fisher's Chatham Tap? Yes. Okay. You got it. So, anyway, let's get down to business. I want to. I want to get the. I want to get the brown nosing out of the way real quick. Okay. God, really? Yes, I do. I want to get this out of the way real quick. Peter, first, I said at the beginning, this guy's amazing. And when about a year ago, we asked Peter. I met Peter from a business lunch standpoint. Didn't work out, but he kept in contact. And no, it didn't work out. It didn't work out because <laughs> it was at the stew joint. No, it wasn't. It was at the. Uh, it was uh, Kilroy's. No, it was. Uh, it was at that little corner pub, um, downtown that was closed for a real long time. I even told you, hey, it's Patty's. Uh, the legal beagle. No, uh, the. Uh, that is closed for records. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, something in, isn't it? Wasn't it something in? I don't remember. Anyway, cool story, bro. Yeah. So anyway, we we, we met there, had a great conversation, and then uh, I remember it well. Yes. Yeah. When Chris and I had a po- when we, Chris and I started doing the podcast, everybody shut up a second. I'm that trying might to have be been sarcasm. I think I heard sarcasm. I'm just saying I'm not a good judge of people mostly, but I think I heard sarcasm. Damn it! Damn it! All right. So the point was. Anyway, I'm so, gonna help you. So here. anyway, episode eight rolls around, and Peter uh, accepted us. Uh, an invitation from us to be on the show to talk about Indy 11, what was just announced. It was recently announced. It said, Peter, come up to Moe's in Noblesville. We're doing this show. We'll call it episode 11. His face says he doesn't remember that either. No, so, that oh, one I do remember. Yes. It's a Moe's Irish Do you remember what he did after the show? You remember he, he, yeah, the, the the spicy egg or something. Yeah, ha- habanero right, pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just call it that. Habanero I, said, I almost brought another one just to, just to ask Chris in it, just to be like every year. It was a bad idea. Anyway, uh, uh, obviously, we're still nobodies, but we were very nobodies at the time. And for you to come on and be on the podcast and talk about soccer and hang out with us. You offered um, me a free beer. And for free beer, of course. Well, yes. there was that. But they didn't have Schlitz and Pep, no, so we didn't. were lucky that you even came. And you kind of snidely remarked that Moe's really isn't an Irish pub. And you're like, it's kind of an Irish pub, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that was recorded. It's okay. It's okay, but that's good. <laughs> but anyway, we really appreciate you coming back out again. So are you done brown-nosing yet? Yes, I am. God, I, I mean, I just feel like he's just over here. He's feeling real weird back here. So, okay. I do. All right, Josh. You can slap me in the chest if you want to. As in, uh, oh yeah, we're gonna do some wrestling. I'm just gonna. Uh, all right, go ahead. What you got? So the Twitter question is the following: it comes from Christopher McGuire at, at MC. I guess it'd be McGuire CM. I can read really well. Can uh-huh. you tell? Yeah. Says what has been the biggest surprise during the process of building the Indy 11 team and organization? I, I want to preface it by saying that the whole process actually began in this place, in this bar and restaurant. Uh, with the, the gentleman next to me, Josh and I, we were sitting at the um, east end of the bar here, and I don't know if you had really an idea of who I was or what I was doing. Well, I knew who you were by virtue of my, fi- I guess, uh, fire fandom to a degree, but based on your prior experience there, I knew Wikipedia who you were. His Wikipedia page? Well, I mean, well, <laughs> Wikipedia page, but the, the idea of, you know, when you follow somebody on Twitter, I mean, to me... I was kind of actually at the time I was a passive Twitter guy, which is really funny, and to find that Peter was he tweets he's in Indianapolis, and I immediately sparked something with me going, why is this guy of this caliber in our city unless it's soccer related? I thought maybe he had soccer. I didn't know what it was like a consulting gig. It was a Memorial Day weekend, yeah. two Memorial Day weekends. It was yeah, the it was. day before the race, and I was in town at Ursal's invitation 
to meet with him for the first time and to look at potential sites and talk about the idea of a team. And after spending the day with Ursal, going all around Indianapolis, looking at venues and chatting about this vision that he had, uh, I connected with Josh on, on, was it on Twitter or Facebook? It was on Twitter. And I, just, and I think the U.S. was playing a friendly that correct, night. Correct, correct. And I asked him if there was a place we could meet up and watch the game, and he suggested uh, the Chatham Tap and Fishers. I, we came up here. Drank. And watched soccer. <laughs> That's why there was, was like, I think it was. I can't remember because there was a lot of drinking involved. I, I think there wasn't. I, was I, I don't think there was too much, or at least I had a buffer of time after I stopped drinking because <laughs> I did not have a hotel room, and oh, right. it was Memorial Day weekend. Oh, awesome. So, Good luck with that. Yeah, I did try four or five um, hotels by the hour to see if I could find a place I could crash, and they were also booked up. So I hit the road, headed back north towards Milwaukee. I think I made it past West La- past Lafayette, yep. and I, I found a quality inn somewhere at mid-state and uh, <laughs> got some Zs before heading back to Milwaukee. But that was my first time down here. And yeah. I guess back to the question, when Josh and I were talking in very general terms, uh, I, I had... For, for the record, let me interrupt you. He did not tell me anything. <laughs> he did Seriously, he did a really good job of playing cat and mouse game. I'm like, why are you here? Is there, are you, what are you working on? He wouldn't tell me. I mean, to be, be very fair, he did not tell me. Well, you didn't look real trustworthy. <laughs> well, it's factual, so it's okay you can say that. <laughs> how, how does Rivers Cuomo not look trustworthy I'm to you? I'm not Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> or Fred Savage. How does Fred that, Savage that not factual. look? Yeah. He had different glasses back then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had no idea that this community would support a professional soccer team in the way it did. I knew it had a good youth soccer program. I had no inkling to the extent of um, the serious, passionate soccer fan. Uh, the Brickyard Battalion to me was a couple of uh, Facebook pages, frankly, a couple of confused Facebook pages because <laughs> one was giving one message and one was giving <laughs> another message. Um, but I thought there was something there that could get this thing started. Right. And I, I obviously knew what the trends were for the sport in the country and in the Midwest. Uh, but the whole uh, last year has been a, a delightful surprise in all positive ways. Good. All right. So, I mean, that's good. That's right off the bat. There you yeah, go. I think so. the, the, the biggest surprise is the level of, of, of passion in two ways. The, the, the soccer fans themselves are, have really embraced the team. And that's not a given. Uh, even in a great soccer community, a new team comes in, especially second division, there can understandably be some um, some people that may not buy into it all right away. The other thing, and, and they did, so that part surprised me positively. The other thing that has really impressed me, or pleased me, I guess, is that beyond the scope of the, the, the soccer fandom has also embraced it. Uh, non-soccer fans in Indianapolis love this team. And I, I think because there's such a great interest in anything local right. in Indianapolis. Uh, and you know, to our credit, I think we've done a good job of, of identifying Indy 11 as representative of this community. Right. And that's been done uh, through everything from the colors, the logo, but more importantly, the connections we've made in the community, the partners we've we've worked with 
so people identify with that, whether they like soccer or not. Right. And I, the, the challenge for us going forward is going to be uh, turning those people into uh, soccer fans and supporters of the sport. Well, and so <clears throat> that kind of brings it <laughs> directly in the beer was. when you got it all over is the way you talk about this and, and we kind of got in a conversation and, and since the last time on, I've, I feel kind of bad because when you first came, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> the skills over here, skills, skills. skills. Um, Do you bet anybody that like drinks if you, if you miss it? A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. I mean, it, it's it's really the gateway gambling drug is flipping your coasters. Um, is is the last time? It's it's. I knew a little bit about you, and more so the the higher profile stuff. But kind of doing a little more research, and actually being a follower of you on Twitter, you get to see um, you're a different kind of guy, and and and, and I mean that in a 100 percent good way. Like, is this a good? Is it, no, it absolutely it's is. All right. You'll be alright. Because as you're sitting here, in just that story. Um, and as you talk about things, you are not like any other well, that you generally get to hear about, a general manager or president of any type of team or as a, as a company-wise. You are a completely different guy. And that kind of went into, I want to bring up a point where you, you're kind of polarizing in a way because you are a guy who, you are about fans first. And when you talk about this, you, this is a, uh, I'm just so surprised by the support, and I know it's there, that you have always been a guy who's been about fans, number one, over the business side, and not that you don't care about that, but it's about the fans, and we're playing this game, and we have this team, and it's about these people that want it. Why are you that way? Well, I suppose a couple of reasons. One, because I am a fan. Okay. I mean, mostly I'm a sports fan. Okay. I mean, soccer came to me later in life. I didn't play the sport growing up. It wasn't available when I was growing up. Right. Uh, but I'm a, a, a sports junkie. I'm a nerd. I was never good at it, but I, I love sports. I, I got into soccer with the Chicago Sting and uh, the original North American Soccer League and was a fan of theirs when they won the championships in 81 so and 84. Wasn't it one game that got you kind of turned? Was yeah. It? Well, well, you have done your research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, June of uh, 1981. High five. Well done. <laughs> against New York Cosmos at Wrigley Field. Right. Uh, Sold-out crowd of 40,000 or so. I just uh, I think both the the Cubs and the Sox were on the road that day, so you know, let's find another sport right. to watch. Yeah, and I, I got a, went to the game by myself, and I remember sitting um, in a crowd of various ethnicities, and people around me were talking German and Portuguese and and Spanish, and I thought this was an amazing atmosphere. And then the game on the field was ridiculous. That was a famous game where, not only because of the size of the crowd at Wrigley right. Field and the opponent. But the score was five to five in regulation. Wow. We went to overtime. No one scored in overtime. They did a shootout, and the Sting won. And it was just, you know, you couldn't script a game for a first-time pro soccer yeah. attendee. So that, that got me hooked. But I'd become, I guess the seeds of becoming a fan's GM or whatever were put into me um, years before that. Uh, the owner of the Chicago White Sox, Bill oh, Vack. I hope you're going to bring that up. That's very good. Perfect. All right. I, he's the ultimate fans GM or president and owner. Uh, he he um, literally wrote the book on, on, on how to connect with fans and the importance of it. And, you know, it is in his DNA as well. But when I was a, a kid, I was a White Sox fan, and I was really upset about him hiring an ex-Cub as his, our manager. <laughs> hey, so I, hey, I, hey, hey, it's okay. No, it's it wasn't okay. okay. No. In fact, he let us down a, yeah, a bad I path, know. and I, I let know. Bill Vec know that. I sent him a letter, and I complained about it. How old were you when you did this? Uh, I was in high school. So. Okay. Are you are you impressed with this guy right now? 
This guy got it going on. Oh, he knows how to read the interwebs. <laughs> yeah. And it's and over. Bill the beer. That's all right. I got excited. It's just, it's just electronic equipment. You have a you have a billfold. We'll just take cash. We'll just take cash. <laughs> so, so anyway. So I wrote Bill Beck this letter complaining about hiring Don Kessinger as our manager. And it was just a rant. I really didn't expect to get a reply. And sure enough, a week or 10 days later, I get a letter from the Chicago White Sox, uh, uh, 35th and Dan Ryan, and open it up. And I was like, what are they writing me for? And sure enough, it was from Bill Vec himself, and it wasn't a form letter. Although enough people were upset about Don Kessinger being hired <laughs> that I could see they would have had to get a form letter. We're sorry about the hire. <laughs> but he, he, he Vec actually addressed specific points that I had about um, why it was a bad hire. And so I wrote him back. Yeah. And he wrote me back. And we became pen pals. And I thought to myself, boy... He made a really Im- big impact on me by doing that. And years later, when I was in a position to communicate with fans, I realized the impact that I could have on, on fans by doing something similar. The method is different. I don't handwrite letters I was going like to say, so did. do you feel that you kind of have like an easy way out now because uh, technology came about and you could just tweet it really quickly on your device? You know, not just in, <laughs> in this form, but in all of marketing, uh, soccer marketers have an easier time now than they did uh, 30 years ago. The uh, internet even makes ten, it even ten, even ten years ago. It at this really point. is. Every, yeah. it, the development of online communication has really made it uh, possible for soccer to reach their audience in an efficient way. Right. Uh, soccer's been driven underground because of the lack of traditional media. So soccer fans have been online, maybe in greater numbers, and certainly in more passion. Right. than other sports fans. So they're accessible. It doesn't cost anything to go online and communicate with them. And it's been one of the key reasons soccer has emerged in the last 10 years as a popular sport in this country. Excellent. Yeah, you feeling all right there? No, no I'm feeling good because it's a, it's a matter of the fact that um, just the giving back part of everything is what's really important. Yeah, but it's, for, I mean... Uh, it's good business, too. I mean, we can address concerns of the fans online very easily that you, you couldn't otherwise. You get to provide context. I mean, without it, if, if I'm not accessible, if I'm not giving answers to fans, I mean, they'll just complain without really knowing what goes into the decisions. Right. If I can provide context to it and answer specific questions uh, or concerns of the fans, it really negates some of the negative criticism we otherwise could have. Okay. So, you know, and going all the way back to that, to the original point of why I brought this up is because I've always kind of been, and and I deal with it in my industry where I feel like as an organization, and, and you see this with teams and you see this with overall corporations as well, is I think at a point people lose the point of, why do you have a business? What what gave you the ability to have this business? So maybe it started with an idea or maybe you you know it was a game, but ultimately what made you successful? It was the fact that you had consumers who came or you had fans. 100%. There has to be an audience or a potential to develop audience right. an audience. In Indianapolis, uh, that critical mass has developed in the last 5 or 10 years and it's a credit to a number of things, including 
the accessibility to the sport. You know, I talk about it a lot, but the fact that Americans can now watch European soccer, especially, and in such great numbers and develop an affinity for it and the international game, the national teams, it's developed an audience. Everyone wants to say, well, youth soccer kids have finally grown up, and now that they've grown up, they're becoming fans. The truth is, there's been youth soccer for about 30 years, and about 20 of those years when they grew up, those kids stopped caring about soccer. Just because you play the sport doesn't mean you're going to want to watch it. If that was true, you know, there'd be professional jogging leagues. (laughs) Um, What what has changed is the access to the sport on a high level. Uh, And again, I use this stat a lot, too. There's more European uh, soccer games available in the United States on television than there are in Europe. Right. And that's the NBC deal, right? It's it's all the deals. It's, It's all the... Um, BN's been huge for me. Yeah. So. The 24-hour yeah. uh, networks, Goal, right. uh, you know, Fox Soccer. Uh, so that makes a difference. And FIFA video game, the EA Sports game. Yeah. You know, every kid growing up, whether they played soccer or they care about soccer, they know about European soccer. They know the names of the players and they care. So it sets the table. It doesn't mean that a, uh, an American professional team is going to be successful, but it does provide the platform for it to be. Yeah, we're going to get a couple questions. We've we had, had a couple it's questions. It's funny. Um, I'll start with the question that was probably the most prompt because it came from directly next to me. So um, <laughs> <laughs> came in via text directly to my phone, right. which is amazing in and of itself. I mean, the technology we have today. Okay. This guy got it directly to my phone. Granted, I grew up with a kid. But, okay. um, text in from the he question, the guy sitting next to you. What is the process? And this is a good question because this is a question I've been having a chance to ask you. And the funny part is when we get together, we usually just get there and hang out and drink. It's usually about the team that's stuff. The, that's the best part about hanging out with Peter Will so, is that it doesn't have to do with soccer. Which I appreciate because he gets to talk about it all the time. So uh, what is the process like getting, like, Christian signed and getting um, like Cleberson, all these the different team people you've been bringing in? What is the process to get these guys signed and how to get them to sign here and sell them on Indianapolis as an opportunity? Because, I mean, that's not an easy sell necessarily. That's a very good point, and the fact that the Brickyard Battalion, uh, Indiana Soccer, uh, and Indy 11 has worked to create at least an image that this is incredibly successful (laughs) has been a very big drawing card. We never would have gotten Cleberson to sign with us if this was a year ago and we had nothing except a name. Uh, So it it builds on itself. And now because we signed Cleberson, guess what? It's going to be easier to sign other players. You know, we don't have the budget to sign, you know, 10 players uh, of that magnitude. But we will now be able to get the – it's a difference maker of a player considering Team A and Indy 11. Uh, And with Christian, he was our first one. And it it took an education of what we were uh, planning. And it's true with every player. We don't just sell him on you know the team. We sell him on the entire vision of what India 11 is trying to be. The community, the Brickyard Battalion has been really important in that, I'll so call who, it the sales process. It's recruiting. Guys? Who are those guys? I, I've heard that name. <laughs> I, I think they're important. I, I don't know. It is, and, I, and I appreciate hearing more about it. I mean, and, and I say Peter gives a lot of credit. I said... We, we got them halfway there. We had we coalesced a group of people that we talked about last week. We coalesced a group of people being interested in the sport, right? Right. 
but it's taken someone who has a vision, much as Peter has, <laughs> to really take us to the next level. And two so, Facebook pages that were completely, com- completely discombobulated. Completely, right. 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 Completely, 100%. <laughs> uh, we got more questions. We do. But, I, I said, but first thing first. But I do want to talk again yes. about that question. Yes, it gets I mean, let's use the Cleverson example. He he had better offers from around the world. Sure. Um, he chose Indianapolis because he, he believed in the project. And he wanted to be a not only a part of the project. I think he wanted to be a focal point of it. He wanted to help lead it. Um, you know, even in Philadelphia, where he was a designated player, I, I don't think they ever thought they were going to build the team around him. So this was a, an important aspect for him. And we had other designated player or marquee player candidates we were talking to um, that for that specific reason. I mean, they were turning down. Uh, millions of dollars elsewhere in the world to look at Indianapolis for less money because they liked the idea of, of what's going on here. In Cleverson's case, uh, we very quickly came to terms on the financial aspect. It took us a few weeks to get over some of the small details of, of the contract. And then uh, it finally, the last day, an interesting story, when uh, he was in town last week and it was being reported that he had signed, I think the report came out of Brazil. Yeah. Yep. And maybe a week ago or so, he, he had not signed. Sure. You mean there's internet rumors? <laughs> and it was about you know three or four days when it was a rumor that he had signed. When he hadn't signed, uh, it was the night of the, the Miami Heat Pacers game. Uh, Pacers game. Yep. Uh, we got him and his agent a couple of sweet tickets to the game. Nice. And that's what sealed the deal. Yeah. <laughs> I kid. Well, good thing they I, won that night. <laughs> they didn't tonight. Well, his agent's from Miami, so his agent wasn't actually as oh, happy. Right. But, but Cleberson <laughs> did get a, a Pacers hat that night. And, and, and a hat. <laughs> one of a kind. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. uh, and we had you know, one more minor issue to, to resolve before he signed it. And we did not start resolving that until after that, uh, that game. That game started at 8, went till 10.30 or 11.00. They had to go back to their hotel. We didn't start talking about that final point until midnight in a back room at um, Prime 47. Nice. Uh, the building, the majestic building downtown. And we hammered it out over four hours. So it was, wow. I think it was 4.15 in the morning before Cleverson signed his contract. That's incredible. Yeah. On the 27th of March, which was exactly one month after... I thought we had closed the financial terms. Um, no, uh, one month after we started really seriously talking about it, which was March 27th, February 27th. Wow. I guess kind of a follow-up to that, we've had quite a few different questions on Twitter coming through in regards to, so there's 17 players now, I think, totally signed for the team with another three to go. Any thoughts as to those final three? Yeah, we'll, we'll sign two more players. Um, well, I should say, we'll announce the signing of two more players tomorrow night. Uh, uh, not, not tomorrow night. I'm Wednesday sorry, Wednesday. Night. Wednesday, night Wednesday night at Union Jack Pub uh, in Broad Ripple as part of the uh, Mexico versus United States viewing party for AO Indy. Um, Union Jacks, like Chatham Tap, has been fantastic in promoting the sport, being really good partners of Indy 11. Uh, we're going to introduce five players that night, three that uh, we've publicly already announced but haven't had a chance for a local introduction. And if I hopefully I don't miss any here, Walter Ramirez and uh, Corby Moore yep. and Ben Spencer, I don't yep. think, has Those had three. his chance yet. Right. And then we'll have two other signings. Um, one, um, uh, a foreign player, 
actually, we may have dual citizenship, I think. Ashley Young? What? No, I'm and, uh, <laughs> and one, uh, a local player, an Indiana product. So uh, excited about that. That'll get us to 19. And then, um, you know, we don't have a hard number on how many rostered players to have, but we'll likely go with 20 or 21 for the spring season and uh, may use the uh, World Cup break to add one or two more. Now, uh, I want to give away some tickets. Oh, excellent. Mm. I want to give away some tickets. I want to give away tickets to the fr uh, Friday's IU. Friday, right? Yeah, Friday's IU versus uh, Indy 11 exhibition game. Um, April 4th, Carroll Stadium. Yes, Carroll Stadium. First chance to see him play at Carroll Stadium at the home for a while. Um, it's for season ticket holders, and a lot of season ticket holders have not taken advantage of that opportunity, I think because it's been a little confusing how, how to get your that? tickets. How do they do that, Peter? <laughs> so let me they, should look in their, they should look in their email box for an email from Indy 11 yes. that has a link to their account, you can just, or they can just go to their account, Indy 11 account, and, and buy the ticket there. All, all seats are $11. Uh, a dollar per ticket uh, goes to charity. Uh, so hopefully, uh, uh, if you haven't got your ticket and you want to and you're a season ticket holder, uh, go to your account. If you have any uh, questions uh, about it, you can contact uh, Brandon at uh, Indy11.com, and Brandon will help you through the process. Awesome. So I, wanna, I want a question from Peter, so, uh, preferably soccer-related. Okay. For somebody to answer, you're going to get two tickets to Friday's game. What time is the game on Friday? 7.30 p.m. At Carroll Stadium. First time to see Indy 11 at Don't answer home. if you can't go. I'm going to be honest. Don't yeah. do this. Get the tickets and go, oh, I couldn't really go. No, don't do that. Give <laughs> yeah. somebody We're going really to have them go. answer through Twitter using the hashtag BYBcast. Uh, so uh, have to use the hashtag BYBcast so I can catch capture it. Yes. And then so we'll send you, a, we'll tell you an email. You can email to pick up your tickets. Okay. Yes. This one does have an interest, two interesting connections to Indy 11. Uh, it may not sound like it when you hear the question. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. Yes, let's do this. All right. The category is 11. Okay. This motion picture in the 1950s. Ooh, here we go. Won 11 Academy Awards. I know this one. Which I believe may be the most, certainly in the 1950s, if not all time. And the picture itself also has an Indy 11 connection. What is the name of that film? Mm, don't all tweet all at once, folks. Don't tweet all at once. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. So yes, but okay, we're going to move on while people are answering. Yeah, that's uh, good. Yes. That's uh, just right off the cuff. Yes. Just, that brain is something else yes, over there. It's a scary place. It's, it's a, a scary very scary place. <laughs> it's a very scary place. Again, look at it. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's hidden under a schlaps cap. All right. So so let's get let's oh, get oh, one go more ahead. question. Oh, no, of course you do. One more question. This comes from Alex Ladd. At AlexLad22, uh, okay. the question to Peter is: How will you define a successful season for the Indy 11 this year? Is it going to be win-loss record? Is it going to be improvement? You know, how yeah, are you? Th there's a number of things. Uh, first of all, a championship. You know, we we play to win trophies, and uh, we have a few different trophies we can win: the Spring Championship, the Fall Championship, the Soccer Bowl. For me, the most important one is the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, it was always important to me with the Chicago Fire and fortunate to have four U.S. Open Cup rings uh, from the fire. But it's even more important for Indy 11 because it's our only chance to play meaningful games and prove ourselves on the field against the first division league in this country. Right. Uh, the other way to gauge a successful season 
Yeah, I'll put it in terms of, of raw numbers is um, renewal rates of season tickets. And I don't mean to get too business oriented on you, right. uh, but the reason I say that is because that's a really good indication of fan satisfaction, right. okay? What we're trying to do to be successful is to give fans a good experience at the games. Right. If they don't have a good experience at the games, the season ticket renewal rate won't be good. Right. Um, so, the, I mean, to me, the, the real success of a successful season is a good fan experience. The measure of it is uh, in the renewal rate. And I agree with that. You're exactly right. Um, that's huge because you can talk about the win, Ross, but at the same time, if you're able to bring back people because you have a great atmosphere, and this kind of gets into what we talked about last week, and I know we have a winner. We're going we're, we're to bring so I've, had two, I've had two come in. I'll let Andy make the person who came in with it first was John Thomas Lord, at Lord Twerk. <laughs> okay. Peter, what's the answer? And what is the connection to Indy 11? The an- well, the question again, for those of you who just tuned in, <laughs> is what motion picture in the 1950s earned 11 Academy Award Oscars? And uh, the winning movie is Ben-Hur. Ben-Hur was written by General Lou Wallace, who led the Indiana 11th Infantry Regiment in the Civil War and uh, is the namesake of Indy 11. This guy over here, I love this. this is just, I'm, I'm freaking, telling you. It's amazing. Um, so, okay, so that guy. So Congrats, John Thomas Lord. For, so, and so I'll... Uh, I had John a, Thomas Lord, if you could do me a favor and email Gabe at BrickyardBattalion.com. We'll be sure to get those tickets before April 4th. Right. So, and then... So back to what you were talking about with the whole what what measures the success is you go, sure, it goes back to what we talked about on the first podcast here with the with the Brickyard Battalion guys when we had Gabe and, and Josh on here, is that we want to make it the atmosphere. So when we started, we got questions in, what kind of chance, what are you guys going to do? And, and the big thing that they w- really wanted to talk about was we want this where everybody feels together you don't want to have something where you just kind of feel like you're this selected group over here like the brickyard battalion section over there like well those guys have something special and i'm not a part of that so i can't be part of it but you want everybody to be able to get involved and when you have that kind of camaraderie together where you go this is our thing this is our team no matter if you just jumped on now maybe you're just getting wind of indy 11 now right maybe you didn't hear about it but it's it's all of our thing yeah, that, that atmosphere is really, really important, and it's arguably the most important part of what I'm talking about. But I'm not talking about only the atmosphere. Right. I'm talking about the fan experience, and that's everything from the traffic flow on the way in, the traffic flow on the way out, the security, the PA announcer, the kids' games, the restrooms, the food and beverage, the lines, everything. So uh, the... the atmosphere that the Brickyard Battalion in particular will create is critical. Yeah, I think we in life we underestimate the importance the importance of the audio experience. You know, how important is the sound around us to our enjoyment of anything? Uh, that audio experience. And it's really important to me that while the 90 minutes of the game are going on, we don't artificially create that atmosphere that that's created by the fans themselves. It's unique to soccer that that atmosphere is able to be created by the fans and that they're the ones that are creating the atmosphere that will encourage the players 
and inspire them on to victory. So no jock rock. The only PA announcements you're going to hear during the 90 minutes are informative. It's uh, cards, goals, and subs. Okay. You won't see a Keebler's corner kick. What about, <laughs> what, about the, what about the end of the game to go, please listen to Permanent Relegation, a wonderful podcast featuring the Brooklyn Battalion. On your way home while you're fighting traffic, download Permanent Relegation on iTunes and Stitcher. We haven't quite figured out this traffic thing, so while you're there, you have nothing better to do. Nothing to do. Yes. Right. It's interesting, podcast. though. The, the post-game is a very uh, logistically interesting point. As I said, one of the most important things for us is the egress leaving the stands. Because that's the last impression someone has is, is going home right if they're stuck in traffic stuck in the parking lot backed up for 45 minutes or an hour or an hour or 15 minutes before they even get to the street well that's the last thing they're going to remember about indy 11 and you can just imagine um the people in the car saying well that's the last time we're ever coming to a game so we're really focused on that aspect of it one of the ways we're combating it uh is to provide alternative Entertainment. Um, one, Peter? Oh, sure. I'll have right. another one. Yep. Uh, pro- provide alternative things for people to do to keep them in the stands after the game. So we'll have autograph uh, tables for, for kids to go to. Uh, I think opening night we're going to have fireworks so people oh, can wow. stay in the stands okay. and oh, watch awesome. that. Uh, opening night we're going to have um, uh, My Indie TV is going to do a 30-minute coaches show or, or a post-game show. We're going to show that on our video board. So people can watch that until the fireworks start, and then we'll, we'll turn it down. <laughs> okay. Um, we're going to have a beer garden in the um, uh, the field between the natatorium and the, the, the stadium, uh, just to the east of the stadium, so people can stick around. And, you know, some people will leave right away, and that's great. Other people will stay in the stands and leave gradually, and hopefully that way it will uh, slow down the egress. We'll also have a lot of directional signs, um, we'll have traffic uh, officers to direct the traffic and um, control the stoplights. Uh, because I think that's a really important aspect is to get people on their way afterwards. So how do you, so and obviously you have right now I see we have also three parking lots designated. So three hours before the game, right, we have it open up. If you want to do tailgating, bring that over. So you have three main parking lots that are set up in. Um, so even that logistical thing, how hard was it to kind of figure out where do we you know, where do we put this? How do we do this? How many hours? I it's mean, it's very detailed. It's very, com- I don't know, necessarily complicated, uh, but there is a lot of planning that goes into it. And uh, from our side, Tom Dunmore, our vice president of everything, uh, <laughs> has done a marvelous job uh, coordinating with uh, IUPUI. Uh, the whole Indiana University staff has been so supportive. I mean, sometimes you run into situations with venue uh, operators who just want to sign the lease, take your check, good luck. Uh, these guys have been fantastic partners. They want this to come off well uh, for their own good as well. So the, the emergency planning people, um, the facility people, the physical education department, uh, facilities people have all worked hard on coming up with plans. Uh, and, I'm, and then you bring in the, the food and beverage partners Right. Um, in, in Levy. Levy isn't the on-campus provider in food and beverage. It's uh, uh, Chartwells. Well, okay. Chartwells in, specializes in dormitory food. Okay. They don't do stadium food. Okay. Uh, but fortunately, uh, they're a sister company of Levy, and so they were able to 
work in conjunction with them. So now we have arguably the best uh, stadium caterer in the in the world okay. uh, providing the food and beverage for, for our games. And that's been fantastic uh, to have the, their, uh, their skills and, and background in this. And then you have uh, ESG is our partner for security and okay. ushers and parking um, and ticket takers. It's an immense operation uh, to, to start this up. And then Keystone Construction, remember, this was essentially a 6,000-seat stadium. We're upgrading to not only 11,000 seats. People get that. The company has nothing to do with India at all. <laughs> Keystone Construction We're so fortunate because without uh, having uh, Keystone Construction as a, a sister company, uh, I don't know that we could have gotten this done. And it's much more than just putting in 5,000 seats. It and, and fast, too. It very it quickly. It really did. Um, Mike Paterino from Keystone and his staff, I want to put a, a word out for uh, Pete Tochi, uh, Greg Sandlin. Uh, they've done a fantastic job. It's also the 12 suites that are being built, the party platforms, the color 13 by 23 foot video board, the temporary restrooms that are added to the permanent restrooms, the cleaning and painting. Um, of the restrooms, adding um, the, the the catering facilities, the uh, uh, painting the whole stands, fixing things up, adding ADA seating, a lot goes into this, uh, and it's 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 uh, so far so good. We are going to want to hear from fans what we do we well, of course, okay. uh, but more importantly, on Friday night, or you know, save it till Saturday morning, <laughs> uh, shoot us emails or call us, let us know what we can do better. Uh, that's the whole idea of Friday, is to find out uh, where the bumps in the road are, how we can improve things for April 12th. We really want to, we know we're gonna make mistakes, we know there's gonna be ways to improve the experience, we wanna minimize those, uh, but we need to find out what it is in order to fix it. And basically, you just call Josh Mason at 317. <laughs> so, no, um, so, so, overall, then, do you feel like how you can only be as ready as, as you can be? How, how ready do you feel that you are? Do you feel everything's in place now? You just kind of go, are you just ready to get there? It's time for April 12th. It's time to just get this going. Or are you just kind of done with yeah. this planning and go, let's just have a damn season. <laughs> let's just do this. I'm fortunate that I've, I've been through this before, not just starting so? a team. How so? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and this is different than starting the Chicago Fire, the Minnesota Thunder, or Chicago Riot, or Chicago Red Stars. This, because of the stadium part, is more like the restart of the Chicago Fire in 2002. We'd already played four seasons at Soldier Field, right. uh, but Soldier Field was then undergoing a renovation and we were kicked out for two seasons. During those two seasons, we had to find a new place to play. We were essentially given about four months notice. <laughs> oh, Hello, good luck, find a stadium. Right, right. I was told um, uh, by the mayor that, uh, Mayor Daly, that uh, um, US Cellular Field, where the White Sox play, would be made available to us. It wasn't until December when Jerry Reinstorf told me, eh, I'd love to have you, but it isn't gonna happen. And so we really had three months because we had a CONCACAF Champions League game against a Honduran team uh, in March that we had to get ready for. We scrambled and we did something similar to what we're doing now with Indy 11 and Carroll Stadium. We um, retrofitted a 5,000 seat college soccer or football stadium 
in Naperville, Illinois at North Central College. We added, in that case, 10,000 temporary seats. We added wow. temporary lighting. We added the, the food and beverage and merchandise and restrooms for it. So we went through it, so I knew it could be done. Right. <laughs> and I, we've used that as a model as much as anything. And so to, to your question, absolutely, we're eager, we're anxious, we just want to start playing games. <laughs> um, uh, are we ready? Uh, no. I mean, if we had to play a game tomorrow at Carroll Stadium, it would not be ready. Uh, but we do know that uh, 12 days from now, it will be ready. That's, okay, I was going to say, that's honest. I mean, you can't get it. You know, normally, you would get the uh, kind of candid... No, absolutely, everything's perfect, and uh, we're just really <laughs> excited. And, and, uh, Peter, Peter's face goes, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I got about 1.2 million things that I have to get done by this week, and uh, thanks for asking, asshole. <laughs> the part would be interesting, so we, we walked the stadium with Tom this, this recently, this past week, uh, as we're figuring, figuring the tailgate lot, we're trying to make sure we're in the right spot for the fans for, from the tailgating experience standpoint, which I like to have happen to add. If you've not gotten the email, it'll be the, just outside the West Gate, directly across the street in Lot B. Great place for the battalion to be tailgating every day. But secondarily, we also walk the stands. We're literally not even 10 feet from behind the goal. So if I'm the opposing goalkeeper, we're going to be in your ear for 45-plus injury time, one half every game. It's going to be ruckus and a lot of fun. And I hope there's nothing distinguishing about the keeper that we're playing against (laughs) because it will be exploited in every way, fashion, and form. I can see that uh, just from a... Fan experience. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, Wait. Oh, you have a guess. No, that's okay. It happens to me all the time. It doesn't matter where I go. It happens <laughs> everywhere I go. Young women walk up behind me and grab do, my breasts. Do, do, we know this? do you know this woman? Yes, we work together. Oh, you oh. do? Oh, oh, you work together. So that's <laughs> yeah. not who you think it was. Peter's like, get back here. Yeah. Hey. Lady <laughs> right, leaving the bar. Do uh, she's uh, like the guy drug around. He goes, oh, don't you dare go up there. One of the, one of the things I wanted to ask uh, that you kind of touched on, too, is the, uh, the My NDY. Oh, oh no, I want to I want to My gold membership. Yes. Yep. Okay. I'm going to be sly about it. Sorry, guys. So no, I, wait, I, well, wait, wait, I wanted to, to make, you, it, yeah. make an announcement. So uh, okay, so tonight here at the Chatham Tap, so those of you who came up this evening are probably listening at home, which we appreciate, uh, we gave Peter his gold card, which... I think I he probably could have gotten it. I bought it. It's not that you gave it to me. Sure, you made the investment. It's not Brad's Gold Club. That's not the gold card for a gold club. That's no, this just is actually gold. for the Brookhaven Battalion. Okay, good. There are, are right. added benefits for having this card. Member number 487. How was I he got number late. one? Uh, <laughs> I am the number one account on season tickets yes. for Indy 11. Yes, it's true. I, I took my sweet time on this. I apologize. <laughs> so we still love you. Um, it worked out um, <laughs> in the fact that if you got your scarf, though, the question. Have you got your scarf? Oh, yeah. give your scarf yet? Okay, we can give you your scarf later, too. Um, would you like a player signed player photo? Yes. I love Brad Ring. <laughs> <laughs> so we have those as well for this evening. So thank those of you who signed up, obviously we have those for you. That's not the right one. This is the right one. Fail, sir. Well, I don't know. It's a whole Oh, I want the one with scarves. the Civil War logo on so it. The, so these are actually made by our friend Mr. Cummings, who's done a great job with a lot of logos for the team. Uh, here's yet another oh, scarf. Oh, look at this face. And someone did ask on Twitter as to what uh, what scarf he's wearing. Excuse me, on the on the uh, YouTube. Oh. He's wearing the Free Beer, Free Beer Movement scarf. If you don't know anything about the Free Beer Movement, it's no. a fantastic website. No. Uh, free, free beer, is it at freebeermovement.com. So if you have a chance to go out there, what these guys are trying to do, they're based out of Texas, if I remember correctly. I own the same scarf. What they're trying to do is literally change change people into soccer fans one beer at a time. I need one of these. So essentially what they do is they suggest people who <laughs> nice. are not soccer fans to sit down with a true soccer fan, have that soccer wow. fan buy them a beverage, 
watch an EPL match or an MLS match or a given match and make them into a soccer fan, one beer movement at a time. So I can use yes. La Liga yes. instead if you I choose? You certainly could. You certainly use La Liga. Uh, send, uh, 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 follow us and DM us your information so we can uh, get one sent to us. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're of cost. I had to purchase mine. Oh, uh, dude, that's nice. I would love the scarf. Sweet? This is I like the concept yeah. behind it. And I said, I actually, I love the work Patrick did on these scarves. So thank That's you, sir. That's really, really nice. Much appreciative for all the extra effort. I, I seriously love the um, detail of, of having the 11th Infantry Regiment uh, logo, a pattern on it. Uh, this floral uh, part, yeah. <laughs> the light blue, <laughs> right. is what was on the original 11th uh, Infantry Regiment uniforms, wow. and the Zouaves. And I, I love the, the tie-in. Any tie-in to the history, the connection with the name of the team is really dear to my heart. I mean, Lou Wallace is the inspiration for this team. During Indy 11 week, we're going to have a special uh, celebration out when at... When is that? Um, when is Indy 11 week? Oh. So August 4th till okay. August... I'm sorry. What? April 4th till April 12th. Okay, gotcha. All right. Sorry. So, like, oh, yeah, it's a long week. It's like nine days. <laughs> okay. But, I thought you were going to ask exactly when no. the, the Lou Wallace study no, no. day is. That is, I think, on the Tuesday, which would be the uh, 8th, maybe? Uh, the Tuesday would be the, uh, yes, the 8th. And I'm not positive that is the Lou Wallace study day. That might be the 10th. Either all way, go to Indy11.com. We have something every day during Indy11 week to tie into Indy11 and to get ready for the opener on April 12th. Okay. And, uh, oh, we can announce today, tonight, oh, by the way, all right. new information. Breaking news. <laughs> the community training day will be uh, April 7th, which I think had already been announced. But what had not been announced is the location, and it will be at Grand Park in Westfield. Which, which is? Our, no, the community training day. Uh, April 7th. But what is what that? What is it? Oh, uh, what is it? <laughs> the team is training, and fans are invited to come out oh. and watch, and then afterwards um, meet the team. A little public practice. Exactly. Okay, cool. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Now, uh, going back to what my uh, original question was, um, was do you have any feedback in terms of who is announcing, like who's doing the, uh, the, the play-by-play and all that kind of stuff on the, uh, the TV? And yes, and the announcers are selected by Indy 11. Okay. And um, Do we have that already, I know we just announced. announced it, I think the gentleman who's got the public address system has been inside. No, I'm Everybody talking. Knows. I'm talking TV, like TV? Co- color and play. It's been announced, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, it was announced. Guys, guys, I got this. Just give me one second. I've already got it. I know. I'm Chris telling you who it is. Um, it's actually. Uh, oh no! It's this. So you're gonna like. Jedi Knight. <laughs> Did you get Ray Hudson? You got Ray Hudson, didn't you? I love Ray Hudson. <laughs> he's an old friend of mine. Dude, he's the magisterial. Oh and it's God. better because it would have taken the hand off the wrist. It's better he let it go. <laughs> I love it. That's the thing of when I got BN Network, I said, oh, my God, all my Real Madrid games, and if it's against Barcelona, I'm going to get Ray Hudson, who's just going to lose his shit for We make now a drinking game, which is how many times when Messi touches the ball is Ray Hudson just going to lose it? When it was the past three touch passes, he just loses his stuff. So um, have you ever seen Ray Hudson kind of behind the scenes? You know how he actually calls a game? Have you ever seen how Ray Hudson calls a game? I've seen him how he coaches a game, and I've seen him how he <laughs> conducts a post-game 
press conference. Yeah. John Kaluter, our Indy 11 uh, PR director, spent some time at Amazing guy. DC United yeah. in their uh, uh, media relations department while Ray was their head coach, and they had a horrible team at the time. <laughs> uh, but he said having Ray as his coach was a saving grace because he always had a quote. He was always entertaining. And the media always love talking to him. So look on YouTube. Look at uh, Ray Hudson commentating games. And he's literally, he goes into, it's in Florida where the studio is, and be in. He goes into this little booth by himself with a tiny little TV, like the smallest TV, like a night. Oh, that's where Yes, we're there together, Peter. That's where it belongs. That's where it goes. Oh. I know. Okay, so. Not the beer itself, just the bottle. So he's watching the game on this, and he commentates as he's watching this it's not like he's at the games he goes no he just starts watching and then he just he has a little list of notes of things he kind of wants and then just fires off he goes whatever i feel like saying i'm gonna say so but it's just funny to see this guy in this tiny little room with a tv watching it and then just explode so uh i just would so back to the commentator so it's not ray hudson obviously so. i don't know that we we've already <laughs> publicly announced it and i don't want to spill the beans if we haven't okay you can oh. go on the inner tubes and the interwebs and uh, if you see it, you see it. Um, now, okay, so not saying who it is, just in case. Um, one of the things I had a conversation with with, uh, with somebody who isn't a soccer fan, who uh, we were talking about the trying to, you know, the popularity rise of soccer in the United States, like we talked about earlier, about how more and more people are watching it. Is there any kind of effort that is going to be made from the, the commentary team to educate the non soccer it's fan. a balance it's a yeah, real balance because balance. you don't want to dumb it down uh for the experienced soccer fan um we had this conversation with the candidates when we were speaking to them about what's the best way to walk that line uh you know i personally i think you err on the side of assuming everyone knows what you're talking about right. <laughs> i, I don't right. think you want to make it a kindergarten class sure and um it, it's core soccer is a simple game so I don't think that uh, too much education needs to be done during the play-by-play. -play. I'm also not a big fan of storytelling during the game. Um, I think that can happen pre-game, halftime, post-game, uh, or online. The game itself should be about uh, sharing the experience. Sure is a, sorry, it's, it's, it's a schlaps to schlaps and JMO. And JMO. Thanks for the offer, guys. Uh-oh. Peter, me and you are going to do a Jameson shot. We got this. Well, Distributing Buds to the one in Spirits of Indiana. <laughs> oh, right. man. Maybe not. So now there's been like this level of... So, so basically now I'm going to realize that my VIP tickets for Saturday that I purchased are going to be vetoed. I was, he's going to go through and go, oh, Christopher Ball, remember when he didn't offer me a shot? Done. I'm like... Because oh. I'm such a vindictive person. Yeah, exactly. Right. Can't you tell? Exactly. All right. right. So this question uh, came from Twitter, and we kind of squeezed over it about uh, a half hour ago. And it was something that we talked about when you first came on the show, is the whole MLS thing, of what are the chances of Indy 11 becoming an MLS team? Is it... You know, 27%. That's fair. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's a fair number. I, I, no, it's a, no, it's a I'm stupid sure number. Get, I'm making that up. And you get that question no, all the time. Yeah, it's, 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 first it's of all, it's silly. not necessarily our goal to be an MLS. It is our goal to be a team and an organization that any league in the world would want us to be a part of. So it's incumbent upon us to elevate our standards to meet first division standards in the United States so that anyone will want us to be a part of it. 
The North American Soccer League is a very good league that's getting better every day. And with our announcement today of signing Cleberson, we made this league a better league. And we hope that other teams in this league will follow that and make the teams on the field better and then also make the teams off the field better. The North American Soccer League could be a first division league. Right. N- nothing saying that you can't have two first division leagues in this country. Right. And we already have some very good teams in this league, some good organizations in the league. The U.S. Open Cup is very important because it gives us the opportunity to prove that we can compete on the field. But uh, we have a lot of work to do. We're not there yet. And I right. think the maybe the um, instinct or the human nature is to say we're there or to think we're there. But we're not. We have a lot of work to do. Um, and every day we get a little bit closer. The thing, too, that you've got to kind of think about, and, and I don't know how much you, how often that do you run into it. There's people just, yelling in the background. We got, we this do. is good. This is awesome. <laughs> um, good. Is the, is the, I wouldn't say hate, but the disdain for soccer. Especially, you got a lot of, uh, a lot of publicity about it when uh, Ursal was making the, the push for a, for a stadium. And, you know, you kind of oh, see at the, the state com- at yeah. the Senate, you kind of see the, the comments on the Indy star or through like radio. And somebody mentions the Indy soccer team and you, you get that. I, I wouldn't say uneducated, but it's just the, the, the type of thing where it's like, well, soccer's stupid. Why don't we need another team? Uh, you know, go Colts, Pacers, all, all Coats, go what's Coats. Like the, what's, who's that impression it, of? About it? In, just the, Indianapolis um, Coats. Ignorant, ignorant people that just kind of just, just don't. Right. Refuse. That's, that's, a, that's a fair accent for that. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, my, oh that's right. So we're unit yeah. of fun folks this evening. I know they do. It's all good. It's all good. But no, how do you how do you go against like? I, I, probably you've run into it a bunch from your from your career. Of, of I really think it's dissipating uh, by large numbers. I normally gauge it by traditional media. Uh, you know, Sports columnists and newspapers especially used to bash soccer greatly. Uh, And that's fading away. It's really an aging issue. Uh, Soccer haters are becoming fewer and fewer in number every day. If you want to see a list of of soccer haters, go to the obituaries in the paper. (laughs) You you know what? That's truly a fact. It's very true. Done. Well, I lament those people too. So, <laughs> dead or not, I lament those people. <laughs> Boom! Oh. oh man, this is great. Almost. All right, Almost. so I write my own jokes. Do you hate me directly? So, <laughs> blame no one else. Remember, Josh Mason, three one seven. Sick. No, I'm just um, so, anyways, I you know, tonight has been a um, interesting experience for me because we knew you we were going to have you on the show, and you uh, again. Are, are just you're you're a fun guy to talk to. Um, you're dodgy as hell. I mean, you just look at him. Look at him. It's just dodgy. Remember, there's been actually a really high concentration of like roofies going around, so it's probably smart. He's guarded his beer, especially from Josh, because again, the same reason why he didn't have the trustworthy face. He's also like probably the dodgiest character in this whole group. Um, <laughs> fact, <laughs> exactly. Well, it's like the old joke of the person who. Was by themselves at the bar. They didn't want anyone spitting in their beer, yeah. so they wrote on a on a napkin, "Don't drink my beer. I spit in it," and put it on top and went to the bathroom. Okay. They come back and someone had written, "So did I." <laughs> <laughs> I got a question that I'm going to stump Peter on right now. Uh oh. 
Stumped the chump. Could this be for tickets? Could this be for tickets? Could be. Really quick. And it and quick. How many days? No, no, this won't be for tickets. It's not for tickets. We still have one more set of tickets. I want right him. Yeah, I know, we but we won't. We won't. How many days to World Cup? Do I have a range here? I will give you within five days. 72. God damn, 71, 22 <laughs> hours, 53 go, minutes. Baby. I will give you exact. There 71 hours, 22 minutes, or 22 hours, 53 minutes, and 21 seconds. Jesus, Peter, that was absolutely amazing. I mean, within an hour and, like, seven minutes, it's actually up here. There's a little clock over here that oh, was telling right. me. 71. Yeah, it went over here exactly. That was really, really no good. No mirrors, no smoke. No mirrors, no stress. This guy in his head. This guy's a dang on genius. All right, so <laughs> we we do have one more set of tickets. Yes. We want to give away. We do. I said it's funny part is we've had you know twice as many people following us tonight on uh, YouTube, sitting and watching this this evening. So again, to those people, thank you for your patronage, and we hope you invite more of your friends every single time every week. So. And and it'll be up to view forever at this point, hopefully, right? That's we're our talking hope. About, and, yeah. and, and just for, for the fact, I mean, just so Peter knows, we had over 200 watches in the last podcast. <laughs> So and really, if you think of me, no I mean, promotion. No he's promotion like, whatsoever. He's like, that's so. cool. By myself, when oh, I did my oh, podcast. Yeah. I'm telling Dunmore, we're cutting his marketing budget. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Listen, <laughs> we, we're done. <laughs> People most don't realize. So you had a podcast, didn't you? Didn't you do a podcast? Yeah, Tom and I actually did with yeah. Pitch Invasion. So it was a monthly invasion. interview with um, people in the American soccer world. Um, you had like two thousand. You had like what twenty thousand viewers? A, a bazillion, I think. Right, exactly. So when he says two hundred, he goes, "Oh, just one." Cleverson. <laughs> oh, Cleverson was the one, only one watching it. Uh, now I, I do want to say that that Peter Wilt's episode when he was on our podcast uh, last year was the most downloaded, most listened to podcast. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> did your mom go into different computers uh, around uh, around the city and just, oh, I'm going to download it here, download it there. Yeah, so before we quit this, let's let's talk about wrestling. Let's talk about this. So, okay. So we're, we, we brought this up right at the beginning, and we want to do this. So where does that interest come from, and why do you love this so much? So this is, this oh, is a thing. great entertainment. Oh, okay. It was one of the best nights ever. It was, there it really were, was. boy, there may have been more wrestlers than there were fans, but not because it's not popular. It's a small venue, literally 55 seats, oh. 55 yeah. seats in uh, the WCWO Arena. It's in Kentucky Avenue, right? Down Kentucky uh, Avenue. In Kentucky, Anna, yeah. Con from, yeah. Kentucky <laughs> Avenue, what, from what looks like an old shop shop. It, yeah, it probably is. <laughs> you don't go in the bathroom. No, <laughs> they, they have a, sh a shower curtain. Yes. In, yeah. Yes. Now, do you remember? Do you remember the uh, the gimmick from that night, where it was a cage match, the first match, and then they couldn't get the cage match down, and so all they're the all other, cage yeah, matches. That's right. All cage matches. And then we had. Then we had. Uh, what was the main guy's name? Don Basher. Don Basher. You bought. You bought cards. You bought you bought wrestling cards. You still have it in there? <gasps> oh, Don Basher! Don Basher, blocking the beer. <laughs> Don Basher, you almost a slapsed. Oh, okay. Wow. This is a Don Basher trading card. <laughs> uh, on, on the back, it's yes. on the front. He's holding his uh, heavyweight championship <laughs> belt. Yes. On the back, it says, "Signature move is the eight-second ride." Uh -oh. <laughs> Favorite wrestler is Dick the Bruiser. Yeah. And I have a Dick the Bruiser Don Basher story for you. Good. Let's Don go Basher's it. real name. Don't don't ruin the mystique. You can't tell him his real name. I'm not going to tell Don you. Basher. I'm just telling you Don Basher is not his real name. Oh, it's a pseudonym. It's like perfect. It is. And um, 
he took the name Don Basher after Dick the Bruiser passed away, and Don managed to acquire Dick the Bruiser's monogrammed wrestling pants. So it's a DB. And he decided to change his name to a name where he could wear the wrestling pants and it would match. So it became Don Basher. And his, <laughs> his saying at the bottom of the trading card is, win when you can, lose when you have to, but always cheat. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. That is now, perfect. Don, Don Basher that evening took a unfortunate soul and slapped him across the chest for probably 15 minutes, at least. 15 to 20 minutes. Came out to us, hit him with a trash can. And they allowed one of our friends. Yes. We're Charlotte, 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 Charlotte. 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 Exactly. Charlotte's a so, deer. Yes. Yeah. Charlotte, Charlotte uh, basically got called out, said, <laughs> come over here. Yeah. And slap that man so hard <laughs> that it, it just it get, gave him a big his pec muscles oh, open. Oh, it was the best thing ever. And then he took the um, working end of a uh, of a sh- rake or a oh, shovel. He shoved it up there, didn't he? Yeah. yeah I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> so what do we do? Okay, is there anything planned for April 11th? <laughs> Sorry, this the is night just... before. The Indy hey, 11 game. So you had the general manager and president of Indy 11 on. What did you guys talk about? We talked about taking the working end of a rake <laughs> and just shoving it all up in there. And uh, just slapping a guy until so everyone needs hobbies outside think, of work. I think we it's need okay. to get as many people as we can to the WCWO show on April 11th. Get out Yeah, there, that's a good idea. Because during the day, we're going to have... We're, during the day... 11th, too. 11th. Oh, we got oh, to do it. During the day on the 11th, we're yeah. having a rally for Indy 11 at Chatham Tap on Mass Avenue, I believe. So it may be here, but I'm pretty sure. we all the way down to Kentucky, and we yes. go to the WCWO. It's a date. Oh, well, Josh, we got to go to um, the, guys guys go the stew, the stew day, place. So. You're there. I got to I gotta look it up. Make John's sure famous it. stew. Yeah, not chili. It's no. the stew. <laughs> That's why. Now, remember, we have one more set of tickets, sir. All right, oh, give yes. away. All right, all right. so, uh, Peter, we need one more question. And these, are, these are for opening night tickets, so they got to be a little This tough. is for the opening night on April 12th for us to join us again at the Brickyard Battalion end. Enjoy a great evening of fireworks, as uh, previously noted, and a fantastic uh, on-the-field work by our fr- new friend Jose mm-hmm. and company. So. Now, remember, hashtag BYBcast when you're answering. Got to do it in the first one in. Peter, are you ready? You have sure. a question for Oh, dude, ready? he was been ready. I was born ready. <laughs> oh. All right. So, uh, Indy 11's newest signing, World Cup champion. Um, that's his f- new first name, by the way, is World Cup champion. <laughs> World Cup champion, yes. Cleberson. Uh, won the World Cup and was actually a key player in the 2002 World Cup uh, for Brazil. What jersey number did he wear during the 2002 World Cup? I know that one. I watched it. Well, you, it's not about you guys. It's about the fans, and he's trying to get them engaged. So why don't you let him finish the no, I'm just sorry. Jeez. These guys are so elitist. Oh, yeah. Snobs. Hashtag, hashtag elitist. <laughs> hashtag oh, While we're waiting, let's have a little Jameson shot because oh. we were excluded earlier. To my oh. friend Brandon Kitchens. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. The late Brandon Kitchens. And Author of Stand and Deliver, oh. the greatest supporter's creed ever. Wow. Oh. <laughs> it's amazing. Shh. If you get a chance, uh, please uh, search uh, Brandon Kitchens and Stand and Deliver and uh, read it sometime. 
It's inspirational. It's um, Brandon's a special person. Uh, we're worse off for not having him in this world anymore, but he left us with one of the best written uh, soccer supporter motivational pieces I, I've ever r- read. And um, if you get a chance, read it. Okay. Let's get the question out again. One more. What, what number did uh, Cleverson wear in the 2002 World Cup? Hashtag BYBcast. It's two tickets to opening night, folks. It, it, it's How many tickets have been sold already for opening night? They're sold out, I thought. Essentially. There's some twos here, ones there. So 11,000? It'll end up wow. being 11,000. Wow. Oh. Oh. Socks win. Socks win. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, Two geez. home runs by uh, my boy Rick. It's my boy Rick, everybody. All right. Hi, Rick. A White Sox fan came in. I, got, I, I love this I'm place. Rick was here, so for, for, no, I know no one really cares that's watching this, but Rick was here the first time you ever did anything here at Chatham. Rick was actually sitting here with us. So Rick came with me uh, as part of our first ever visit. So you always bring theater. somebody here to just kind of sit in random meetings. I didn't and know Rick was going to be here. Rick's my boy. Mm-hmm. Rick, just, Rick just randomly shows up. I like it. Uh, We're parents. We don't get out much. So. <laughs> So no one coming in on the on, oh, on Twitter yet. So. Well, I, I mean, he's worn he, jer- many jersey numbers in his career. He's worn 8, 15, 19. I think he may have even worn 20. Uh, but it? none of those are the answer. Uh, and real quick, we can give that out. Have you found a new favorite grilled cheese? Today I had a great grilled cheese in Kentland, Indiana. And we got we got to give a quick preface as to why I ask you this question because those that Well, grilled cheese month starts in about uh, two hours? Oh, yes. Grilled cheese month starts in one hour and 45 minutes. Are you partaking again this month? I'm partaking, (laughs) but not to the extent I did last year where I had... You went hardcore last year. I did. I had one grilled cheese every day of the month in a different location. Um, I do love grilled cheese sandwiches. Today... I had a, a wonderful grilled cheese sandwich. It was a traditional one, none of this fancy schmancy right. gourmet stuff with bacon and tomatoes and fancy gurier right. cheese. It was traditional American cheese, toasted bread, prepared perfectly at Don's Drive-In yeah. in Kentland, Indiana. You I've know Don's Drive-In? I've heard of Don's Drive-In, absolutely. Remarkable place. Yes. It has car hops. Yeah. Uh, I had a chocolate malt. I also uh, Did they found come out. Did they come out of skates? Did they come out no, of skates? No, no skates. No, they, they it's walk. It's a liability now. <laughs> ah, exactly. Darn insurance companies. One thing I missed in Kentland, I knew it was there, but I didn't have the time to do it. I was on my courthouse tour. I did see the court, county courthouse, but I did not have time to see the meteor crater, the giant meteor crater of yeah. Kentland. So I have to go back. I'm not okay. sure how I missed a giant meteor well, crater in a giant, town of 1700. Let's, let's, let's be honest. When they say giant, it's not quite like Meteor Crater out west, which is a mile across. There's so you've seen it? You've seen the Meteor in Not, not in Kentland. Kentland. No, okay. I've seen Meteor Crater out west. And so when I say giant, it's all kind of uh, relative, I think, to maybe giant for them. So maybe it was a little easier to miss because maybe it's really just the size of this room. It, it, you're right. I, I have no <laughs> so, idea how big it is. I, I think it's large enough, though, that I should have seen it. Um, I did find out that... Kentland is also the home, the birthplace of the gentleman that they named Purdue's football stadium after, George Aid, if I pronounce that correctly. Okay. All right. He's buried there. I did not have time to go to his grave. <laughs> uh, he was a turn of the century humorist. Um, 
whose uh, inspiration was Mark Twain. Oh, so Cleverson's jersey kit number because yeah. I think somebody got it because I looked yep. it up. Um, Who won? Who guessed? Well, we have we had two guests that come in so far. I've seen uh, the two that have come in first. I have one from Scott Cashin at, at yes. Scott Wrong. Cashin at Wrong. number six. Wrong. The next uh, one comes in from. Uh, hey, wait, go ahead. This one come in, came in. Cleverson was number 15 that. in the 20, 2002 yep. World Cup. All right. And we're going to have to. 2002, 2010. Can you search a picture? 2002. Yeah, 2002. I think I'm right there. I, 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 was, I was correct. And I because the inner bone yeah. said 15. Mm. Mm. Oh, that was, that was like. 15 is your winner. That was perfect. Good pitch. So the first person to actually get that one in was actually Scott Cashin. All right, way to go, Scott. Scott. I could have sworn it was 11. Someone's been drinking. Scott Cashin. Everything uh, is 11 in your brain right now. It doesn't matter. You literally are like um, the movie 20, what was it, 23 with with Jim Carrey, where everything just became 23. (laughs) This is 11 with Peter Willis. Everything. What's my tab? It's uh, it's actually $79. 11? I'm going to give you $11. It's $11. And you're going to have an $11 tip. (laughs) Right. Done. All right. So, Scott, make sure you follow us on Twitter so we can uh, get you the information on uh, how to uh, uh, get those tickets. And just email it out to Gabe at RickGarbattalion.com. Go. I just tweeted him as well. Yes. Oh, oh you're on right. point. So we're so all good. We're good. So we, yeah, we've had a great time over here. Uh, Peter, do you have any last things you want to add? The things that people should be doing, things that they should be preparing for, things that they should, uh, things they should know. Just be ready to be in full voice on uh, April 12th and April 4th. I mean, April 4th is the test run. Right. It's the soft opening. And there's still, right? there's still, there's, Wait. there's okay. still uh, tickets available for the inaugural it, ball it, as well, correct? Indeed, I think uh, 24 hours to purchase those. That's going to be a neat event, dude. Cinderella uh, over here. We'll I'm be, getting dressed yes. up to the nines, we'll and be, I'm going we'll be in. There. I You're brought a tuxedo there. down. I'm wearing a tuxedo. So uh, be please prepared. tell me it's gold. Is it gold? Lemay. Because we uh, have blue yeah. and we got orange. Okay, I met one. It's not gold to me, but. <laughs> I once met KC from KC and the Sunshine Band. Nice. He was performing after a Fire Galaxy game at the Rose Bowl. I'm totes gels. He was wearing, <laughs> and he was a little heavier than I am, Uh-oh. which is to say heavy. Oh, that's late KC, though. That's, that's It was, yeah, yeah. yeah KC, it was like right? KC. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> that, he was wearing a gold LeMay jumpsuit. I want that. Let's yeah. do it. With all of our hamburger meat hanging out, let's just oh, do yeah, it. Little, little salt and pepper sticking up. So I'm going to give you a preface. You're be prepared. We're going to find you on Saturday, and I'm going to give you a quirky. We're doing we're doing rapid fire five, 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 five questions. questions. Quick, bam, 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 bam. But it's going to be yes, off the no, cover. maybe so, true, it false. It could be exactly. Done. Like one, love one, kill one. Go. <laughs> this year, three <laughs> answers. <laughs> so we're going to give But you. the wording there won't be love one. Well, kill, kill, not. kill, kill. <laughs> All of them dead. Who cares? Anyways, so. Yes. Did you Gosh, have something? You, you have else? this. You gave me the eyebrows where he went. Oh, something surprising on the interweb. I, Alex Ladd has caught us. Alex Cashman said it was number six. It actually was number 15. So our rule winner. No. Scott, Scott had number 15 first. And he then, did? And then I have him as, as number he six. Cor- he correct. himself. As fi- I have it sitting here right here five minutes I want to make sure we're being fair to our fans no, that are listening good. in. So I've got it you, in front Alex, of my face. Honest. Yes, I got it in front of my face. It said, he said 15. Okay. He was first to say 15. Okay. 
I don't. Can you verify? Can you read English? No, because I've been paying attention to Peter, so I'm not looking at any screens. <laughs> I apologize. We had a really special guest on, and you can look at the camera the whole time. I've been focused here because I want to sit right there. Bam! Wait, I'm blocking that. I can't do that. So, anyways. So April 11th, WCWO. And Indy you better 11. get down there. You know what? They're going to have to expand we're, that building because I think hey, we're going to get a bunch of people. We'll, we'll get together. We'll get a group of people going. We're going to have Do they time. take group reservations? Do know. they take Groupon? I'm gonna, I'm, Let's oh, get a Groupon you know at WCWO. You know, you know what? We've had, we've had a course Groupon. Listen. <laughs> provided. No. There's, there's, <laughs> you are <laughs> such a naysayer. Hey, Debbie Downer. I'm not naysayer. There is a podcast episode that we had with the with the Bastard Gentleman. Yes. Uh, the Bastard Gentleman podcast is a podcast up in Anderson. They do a lot of wrestling. There is two gentlemen on there that are former Peter WCWO members. One of them was the white something. Knight. Uh, he was white something. And he had like an all white mask, like luchador mask. He was, he was a very famous Indianapolis wrestler for WCWO. By the way, do you recall the fan that was sitting... With us, that kept going like this. For those of you just listening, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he kept, yeah. For those of you just listening, he kept doing the throat. It would cost motion. you two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the NBA as a fine. Yeah. So for doing, oh. that. He, and he wore a luchador yeah. mask. He yeah. was a fan. I kept expecting him to go into the cage. He was just there to be a fan. He, he was, came from he was, Ohio. I think he was trying to get like uh, to be known to actually get up there to go. Because every time somebody would look out into the crowd, he'd point to him and would like yell back at him in Spanish. So, you know what? I want. I got like the perfect final question. It's what you reminded me with the whole Nick and Plow thing on the bastard gentleman. If you had to come up with your one finishing move Uh-oh. in wrestling, what would it be? And give it a name. It's the high low. Okay. It's a high low. No, it's d- essentially d- you toss a tennis ball up in the air, nice and soft. Okay. And then the second one while he's looking up is to the throat. Oh, nice. So you're going to bring tennis Shot. balls to the actually out. Well, uh, juggling balls. Okay. <laughs> Are you a clown wrestler by chance? Wait, yeah. The scariest of all. What's your wrestling name? <laughs> yeah, what's your Pennywise wrestling Pennywise the wrestler? <laughs> I'm a pirate and I'm PBR. <laughs> We're going to end on that one. This is fantastic. You guys have been listening to yes. Permanent Relegation here. Yes. Uh, with the, the big Red Italian guys, uh, we want to. <laughs> that just that's amazing. You so, have to call your shot, and that's not even it. <laughs> that's no, it, done. So I think, you just pointed, I think you just pointed the fences on that one. I'm just done hitting. <laughs> wait, Peter just pulled this out like this. So those are watching, and he just dropped. Uh, the yes, so, he did. He dropped. Um, the mic. We just want to. Uh, we want to thank everybody, uh, starting with the Brickyard Battalion guys. Uh, please uh, go out and follow them at the. Uh, Oh, oh we, we got more Listen, slaps. It's Slaps Cup Eve tomorrow night oh, yeah, sorry. in West Lafayette, Indiana. Be there. It's. I mean, I'm torn, honestly. I mean, my old team, it's not just my old team. I have plenty of old teams. God knows. <laughs> but the Chicago Fire is my hometown team. They will always be my hometown then who are you team. For you have to pick one. Bullshit. I do, yeah. Oh, oh we got him. You got him. <laughs> there it is. Bullshit. I do not okay. I, I want. Indy 11 to perform well is not a meaningful game. Uh, although, God, there's a trophy on Yes, there is. A sh- and it's, uh, it's, but, you said, wait, it's no, in wait. your name. 47 minutes ago, this guy said, well, we want to win championship because it's about playing for trophies. Oh, Busted. I was, while well, you guys were tweeting. But the point is, the point is, yeah. my, my team wins a trophy either way. 
Oh, that's bullshit. You can't know. It's my hometown Look, team. Even though you I'm always a Chicago Fire Listen, fan. I will always be a Chicago no, Fire fan. You don't fan. abandon your club. You know what? We had this conversation. All right. Don't enough. abandon your It's club. a really hard situation. I, I did not. I'd much rather be playing the Columbus crew tomorrow. It would be really easy. <laughs> Trust me, because remember when he busted me out the last time he was on the podcast and I named out the rings and he goes, oh, no, that was actually this many. And he flashed it in my face and I went, oh, okay, put in not. my place. No, no, no. You got it on audio because you yeah. can't see that. It's on audio, though. Oh, see it on that's audio. True. That's yeah. true. It's yeah. amazing. It's, it's on audio. It's in Technicolor. <laughs> Technicolor. <laughs> exactly. Oh, this hey, is just derailing uh, quickly. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna probably drink some more, uh, but we're gonna stop recording. Yes. Um, we're gonna but say anyway, thank you. Uh, of course. This is why you should come live, as opposed to yes. just not only just sitting at home and yeah. listening to this, but you can actually, you know, this is what they make this show interactive. You can actually drink here. Yes. Yeah, yeah, broadcasting. And Chatham has everything you can want to drink. As it's Peter found out tonight, they have. Schlitz. Can you please, Chatham Tap, get Schlitz and Pabst on Mass Avenue? You have Miller High Life. Thank you very much. Do you hear this? You you better listen well, you, to you, the, you talk to about that here. What, yeah. What's well, his name? Well, he's, he's already gone. gone already. What's his name? Well, Beardy like, McChatham. Beardy McChatham. You got to Beardy McChatham about it. <laughs> Mark knows I love it. You no, know, it's not. No. We don't Be- refer to him as that. No, you it's call Beardy him Beardy McChatham. And he will respond. I will say we (laughs) are finalizing a partnership agreement with Chatham Tap. I think we have one more clause to add. Which is that he calls himself Beardy oh, McChatham. Yeah, oh, and you get a Schlitz in Blaps. Which is the Schlaps. Which is yes. the Schlaps. If you That's don't do it, Avenue, we can't yes. do it. Right. right. Okay. And we also want to, you know, don't want to flake on the fact that we still have our walkabout IPA from Flat 12. Flat 12, of course. Flat 12 the, uh, and, and Rob uh, the over there. Official beer of yeah, the, the official Italian. beer of the Brickyard Battalion. Have to tell him that. And, and, and thank you guys as and well. That's contractual. We have to say that every single time. Okay. We'll do it. As you take a drink. Exactly. So, again. We want to thank Peter, Peter Wilt. Peter Wilt, ladies uh, and gentlemen. You know what, guys? Special the congratulations to everybody who's won uh, tickets, tickets on the on the uh, on the show tonight. Right. Thank Make you sure. for watching us live. And I guess the thing, what are we going to broadcast next? When's the next gathering? I think a gathering of people. The Tuesday people. after the after the first game. So there'll be an opportunity so the 14th. For, you, for the fans to be able to call in and yeah. have a direct 15th. interaction with you guys. The 15th. Tax day. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, yes. Even uh, more things by well. the way, if you haven't turned in your taxes by now, really, what the hell are you doing unless you're a small business owner? Because then you're trying to figure out ways to get tax breaks. I mean, let's just be honest. We're actually get your taxes. working on getting Gainers, Dang it. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't worry about the game tomorrow and just do your taxes. <laughs> Which episode number is this? This is episode no, two, 11. It's 11. Two? No, two it's 11. Two of the voice of the Brickyard Battalion. Two of the Battalion. We've only done one of those with Gabe and If you want, to, if you want your things. mind to be wrapped around it, it's actually episode 22. Which is two, two times from 11 when you were on last. Oh, my God. Oh, done. Mind blown. Done. Dude, this is <laughs> what it needs to come around again. <laughs> he done. He left. Again. Peter's <laughs> left the, the show. show He's over. Twice. He's done. Twice is going right. to Anyway, He's uh, done. follow us on Twitter uh, at Pierre Podcast, Podcast show. show. Get us on Facebook at Permanent Relegation. Yes. Get it at PermanentRelegation.com. Go on to YouTube.com forward slash Permanent Relegation. You can watch the show anytime on anytime, YouTube. Anytime, please, and live. Get out there with the message of friends. Make sure you share it on Facebook and Twitter so you people know understand that this is your voice. This is your opportunity to interact with the team. And have an interaction with the president of the club. This is your night, and this will have it again. So. Everybody has a job, and they get paid for it, and you get bored at it. So what we found out tonight is that really our niche is that uh, we're great for those people that say, I had nothing better to do, or I was bored at work, <laughs> right. so I listened. Well, guess what? You're getting paid. Listen. You're getting paid to listen to a great show, True. and you're supporting local. And what are we talking about? Local is what's up. So. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Love you uh, all. Maybe Coach Summer next time around, so we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hala Madrid. Oh, 11 till I die.
BYB. Now all we get is Joga Bonita, right? <laughs> yeah. Can, can we talk about jiu-jitsu at can all? Can we talk about MMA? Can, can we, we talk, talk about, about some Brazilian jiu-jitsu? Actually, actually, Cleverson uh, uh, liked the WWE. Okay. Oh, yeah? Who's, who's your guy? Uh, I am big fan of John Cena. John Cena. Oh! Yeah. oh. <laughs> Man, we need to be recording this. I, I already am. Oh, Jesus. And then, and then we got the, the Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yes, Daniel yes, Bryan. Yes, yes. You'll be, yes. See, you'll be seeing that at, at the games. Oh, right. yeah? Oh, yeah. You scored one of those free kicks that you did last year. Oh, uh, we're yes. Gonna be, yes. 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 <laughs> so, so anyway, we're sitting down here uh, before the show. This is the recorded. Yeah, this is a before a show. Yes, before a show. Shh. We're sitting with the new uh, signee of the Indy 11. Jose? Is it Jose? Jose. Yeah. yeah that's, it's, dude, it's Portuguese. It's always Jose. Like Jose Aldo. Jose. <laughs> no. Jose Clep- oh, he's like, no, 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 Jose, no Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo. <laughs> uh, we have Jose Cleberson. Uh, yep. Uh, jo- affectionately known as Cleberson. Right. From here on out. Perfect. But... Um, we have we've actually had a couple of fan questions already from Twitter that we'd love to ask you a, a few th- a few things from people listening into us wondering um, the biggest going to get very hard <laughs> it's going to get very hard <laughs> the biggest one is Whoa. is um, obviously you know you you played for for some huge clubs around the world and you you're in a World Cup yes Manu big Manu fan oh. glory glory Man United <laughs> yes sir Josh oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy's a Real Madrid guy so he Real. doesn't want to uh, talk about it too much. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, why why Indianapolis? Why here? Bom, é escolhi aqui pelo projeto, pela carinho de todos, pela intenção do clube. É um momento especial na minha carreira, onde também casa com um clube que está começando a nascer agora também. E eu espero ter muito sucesso aqui. You know, I don't even need the translator. I got all that. You I'm good. Dude, okay. I, both of us are very... Fl- no, go. <laughs> no, okay. Cleverson saying that um, first thing that made, uh, made him uh, to choose in the 11 was a project in the 11 offered to him. Uh, and he's more than glad to be part of this project because he knows it's a brand new soccer team in Indiana. Right. He knows the importance of the growth of the sport in, the, in this area here. And he want to be part of it. He knows that Indy 11 uh, can make the history in soccer in the United States, and he won his name attached to that. Nice. So it's pretty much selfish reasons. You came into ta- when did you come into town? One week ago. One week ago. Okay. So, so you've already it was a surprise to everybody. <laughs> so we keep oh. the secret. Yeah. So you basically, <laughs> you you've already seen, you've already seen the roller coaster of weather that we've already had before, like the warm, ups and downs of weather. Warm, cold. Warm, cold. How are you dealing with the weather? Uh, my first day here, uh-huh. I'm freezing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did, did you come straight from Brazil, straight yeah. here? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a little bit of a change. Just a team. <laughs> so, so yeah. So with you being here one week, um, how long has it been since you've actually played? I guess competitive at this point. I mean, do you feel like you are game ready now? That's uh-huh. what that's a question that we received. So and, uh, you're you're going to be playing tomorrow, right? <laughs> They're just going to put you in tomorrow, aren't they? Yes, I'm ready, buddy. <laughs> no, that's all. That's good. So that, that goes out to uh, to somebody who asked that. Yes. You don't need anything else. He says, I'm ready to go. He's ready to go. We're not asking. So, uh, but, but he is playing tomorrow? You, uh, we, we, we think so. Coach Jurgen Sommer has 
um, in, in mind that Cleverson needs to get feet first to play competitive games. Okay. So, but I think it's on his plans to play Cleverson a little bit tomorrow. So he's going to be. Uh, he has been practicing with us. He did a good game on Saturday against Marquette University. Yeah. Uh, so we're trying to get him in shape to okay. be ready for April 12th. Okay. I just noticed that we're four, we're forearm tattoo buddies. You got a, you got a nice forearm tattoo. What you it? Got a nice yes. forearm I have the that? name is this is my daughter. Oh, Daphne. This is my son. Oh, this yes, I have son. here my yeah. son. There you go. Nice too. <laughs> I have That's another awesome. here for my son. Nice. Wow. Nice. And this for my lady, my, oh, my wife. Oh, there you go. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so you get the shout out to the yes, wife uh, on the show. So I'm not going to shout out my wife. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, um, so. I guess I mean the biggest thing is for me is um, what do you what do you want to bring to this team? So obviously the one thing we know about when you have Brazilian players, it's a different style of football. It's hence the term jogo bonita, right? Beautiful game. They play differently. So what do you bring? What what do you want to bring to this team that maybe they don't have? Eu quero trazer a alegria do futebol brasileiro, a descontração e aquela ginga do futebol brasileiro. Que todo brasileiro já nasce com isso, né? Então eu vou procurar trazer isso para cá para o India Level. Okay. Actually, it's the uh, Brazilians are born ready uh, right. to play soccer and right. have fun out there. So Cleberson want to bring his uh, happiness uh, to the pitch and share that with all his teammates. And he thinks uh, he, he can add that and make the game more excited to everybody that's watching. Hey, have you picked the n uh, number yet? Eight. Kit number? My number? Yes. It's number eight, okay. which is my number and everything. <laughs> eight. Yeah. <laughs> and, for, and now, you just joined Twitter not too long ago, right? You just you just got on Twitter not too long ago. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I have now. Uh, so, so you get. What, what's your handle? What is your Twitter name? Claberson underscore eight. Yes, Claberson. We've already tagged him in a couple of things already, so uh, we're looking forward to uh, hearing some thoughts. From you after games, uh, in terms, we would love to, of course, have you on again for maybe a whole show, uh, just to kind of talk about your history, talk about things that you're, that you're, you know, passionate about other than soccer. Now, obviously, the WWE thing. Is there anything outside of soccer that you're that you're really passionate about, um, sports-wise or entertainment-wise? What do you love? Primeiro ele estava falando do Twitter, não sei se vai interagir bastante. Então, mas tem alguma coisa fora do futebol que você gosta muito de fazer na parte esportiva, seja algo do tipo. Yeah. Bom, uh, eu gosto de jogar futebol, né? Que todo brasileiro gosta, né? E eu gosto muito de tocar meu cavaquinho. Okay. I don't know Cleverson loves to play foot volleyball, so uh -huh. okay. actually it's a game that Brazilians love to play in the beach when you have the beach beach volleyball court. Yeah, foosball. So yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. So and here in the team we played a lot of foot tennis too. Yeah. So yeah. Cleverson's gonna add the foot volleyball now, <laughs> and he's also a musician. Oh. He likes to play uh, samba and pagode on his little 
guitar that, oh, nice. that, that calls cavaquinho. All right, do you do you uh, do you dance any capoeira? Do you do any capoeira? Uh, just a little. Just a little. Uh, little. Okay, <laughs> I can try after the school. All right. Maybe. Yes. That's a good celebration, a little capoeira. <laughs> I want to see it. Right. Just don't injure yourself. Yeah, don't um, injure. Yeah, don't pull anything. And don't I, pull anything. I really. I just have one other. Just kind of off the the top. What player right now that's playing do you love to watch playing right now? A world player, who is your favorite to watch play? Um, Neymar? Oh, oh, oh wait oh, a minute. Oh, Homer. Yeah. What a Homer call right here. <laughs> Remember, okay, this guy's yeah. a Real Madrid guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, did you watch? Oh, I, li I like so much Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, okay. That's, but I you redeemed yourself because <laughs> I was going to just... I, I was going to buy a new Claberson jersey, and then I was just going to burn it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, okay. So, um, right now, who's a better footballer? I just got this on Twitter. Claberson or Marco Senna? Whoa. Oh. <laughs> oh. Snap. Snap. I didn't, I didn't oh ask it, God. but I'm yeah, definitely going to deliver it. It's on Twitter. It's on Twitter. <laughs> Don't kill the messenger. <laughs> so, and why? Oh, <laughs> He's saying that we, you guys should wait until the end of the season. Go ahead. I don't, I don't really have much of anything else. This I, is just I, an I, awesome moment. I, right. This is very, this is very uh, surreal for us yeah. to be sitting here with yes. you. Especially when, when, when I heard, being a United fan, when I heard you were coming, because I kind of heard it before, just because we're part of the Brickyard Battalion, we kind of got some insider information once you, we got the word that you were coming on. I was like, oh, man. I started, like, shaking. I was like, yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's one of those, and I, I guess one of the things I really wanted to ask you, because not a lot of people get to do it, it's, is, is, is being in a World Cup final. Uh, and in terms of playing for your for your country, you've got this. You know, obviously you're, you're supportive of your club, but when you get called up for your country, a what kind of feeling is that to represent Brazil, and then also to be able to win a help them win a World Cup. É, bom, primeiro acho que é um sonho de todo, todo garoto, né? Jogar profissional. E quando pequeno não sonhava, tipo, não imaginava que eu estaria tão cedo disputando uma final de Copa do Mundo. E é uma coisa fantástica, é uma coisa inexplicável. É, que só os jogadores que estão lá dentro do campo sentem essa sensação. First of all, he said that um, was a dream to become a professional soccer player, and he always dreamed to be a professional soccer player, but never thought that he's going to be part of a national team and play a World Cup final. Yep. And it was a great, great pleasure for him to be there, be part of it, and represent his country. Um, thinking about his family or his friends that are going to be watching him to play that game, so he played with his heart. Nice. Wow. Uh, I got I got a follow up with that. Okay. And it's not even a World Cup question, but it's uh, obviously you've played for many clubs, uh, played for the played for your country. Um, top two favorite teammates. People, two people that you'd love to play with. It either that you got to play with it, you're like, oh, I can't believe I'm playing with him, or that uh, you look back on and say, okay, I, I love the fact that I was able to be beside him or feeding him balls and things like that. 
dois caras que você jogou junto, você talvez nunca tivesse imaginado que você jogou com eles ou que, e que você teve orgulho de jogar com esses caras? Ronaldo e Rivaldo. Yeah, Rivaldo, ok. Ronaldo e Rivaldo. Ok. Oh, yeah. Por quê? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I think that the the easiest question ever. Right. I was like, wouldn't you? But, well, you know, I would as well. But but why I appreciated watching them is different than maybe it is for playing with them because I loved watching. Rivaldo had a leg that you could shoot from anywhere out. Ronaldo just made anything. Being a Real Madrid guy, I got to see this guy play, and he could make anything happen. So for me, as a watching was different. So playing. It's different. So why why were they the best team boy? Assistindo ele tem tem uma perspectiva, mas ele quer saber a tua perspectiva de dentro do campo jogando com esses dois caras. Porque foram os dois. See, this is the hard stuff. Olha, eu acho que a facilidade, né? Como eles jogam. E eu é um sonho, né? Era sempre um sonho jogar tal lado dos melhores. E eu quando eu fui pro mundial eu olhava para um lado, tinha Ronaldo, outro Rivaldo, Roberto Carlos, Cafu, Ronaldinho oh. Gaúcho. Oh, só jogadores é, consagrados. <risos> então, é não só como o Ronaldo e o Rivaldo, é uma facilidade imensa jogar com eles. So easy was to play with those two guys and not only Ronaldo and Rivaldo, but he mentioned Roberto Carlos, Cafu, and Ronaldinho Gaúcho and other guys that made the game really easy for him to play. So okay. as soon he, he, at first, he said that it was a dream to play with those guys because he was watching those guys play in, in Europe while he was starting his career in Brazil. And then months later, he was in the same team as the, those guys. And they made the game really easy. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they're classic, they're clean and easy, like we like to say in soccer. So everything was easy. You, you, you know that you making a, a, a cross or passing the ball, the guy gonna understand you and gonna be in the right spot. Chemistry, gotcha. And yeah. this guy's crosses are amazing too. I watched, I watched a highlight reel of some of, the, of some of your passes and they're fantastic. Your, 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 your vision on, on the pitch is, is, is phenomenal. And, and, yeah. and, and, I, may, and uh, I know a buddy of mine plays FIFA a lot. Um, we don't want to talk about FIFA with this guy because he kind of hates FIFA 14. Oh. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll play you though. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, you might have a chance. Are you going to be at the uh, FIFA 14 tournament at yeah. the Microsoft Store? Yeah. Sunday night. Oh, yeah. So I'm if going. You're, if you're going to the Microsoft Store on Sunday, uh, it, it's this coming Sunday, right? Yeah, this you can play Cleberson at FIFA Wait and watch him just school you. The problem is, is Cleberson's going to the ball. <laughs> He's going to the Indy 11 ball on Saturday, and he's not making it out of that one with yeah. it unscathed. Yeah, we're no. going to talk to you at the ball, too. So, man, we're going we're gonna to knock you over and be like, okay, we got some questions for you. I just have one last thing. So let you go. this is, so you talked about playing with those two guys. It made the game easy for you, and you looked up, you know, these guys made the game what it was for you when you played professionally. Not to put any pressure on you, but if you stopped in this week you've been here in this whirlwind, welcome to Indy. Have you thought about that you are that guy? That when you get out there on the pitch, that these guys look to you and go, this guy makes my life easier. This guy has done it. I look up to him the way you look to Ronaldo and you looked up to Rivaldo and Roberto Carlos. 
que é a mesma impressão que você teve de vocês claro. juntos a jogar com eles, agora é, é. é o contrário. São os nossos jogadores, novos, jovens, falando, pô, eu jogo com o Cleverson, o cara é campeão do mundo, ele faz o jogo que você faz pra mim. Você já pensou nisso? Pressure. Já, já pensei, porque é, eu sei que esses garotos estão sentindo. É, e eu aprendi muito quando eu estava na seleção com os caras mais experientes. Então eu acho que eu sei é, o caminho certo para poder é, ajudar os meninos a conseguir desenvolver um bom futebol. Então é, eu acho que foi uma, uma ligação boa que o Indelev fez comigo para o crescimento do, do clube. He, he, he mentioned that he was in the other side before. He was in the same position as uh, the youngest players that Indy 11 has so far and knows the importance of the experienced guy in the, in the roster to make the game easy and also to teach them how to be a professional soccer player or the easiest way to get there. So, he, <coughs> sorry. He, he understands that he has this value for the Indy 11 team and that's one thing that made he bought the project to because he want to share what he learned in his career and he want to share and, and, and teach them the same thing that someone else taught him before. So he had those thoughts before and he said, yeah, I want to be an important guy, not, not only for, for the team, not only for the marketing side and helping the team to win games, but I want to make all of the players better. That's huge, and that's, you know what, I gain that much more respect because a lot of people do things just for themselves. They go, you know, this is what I have. This is I can take. I can make you guys. But to say, no, I've, I've had a very special experience in my life. I was able to play at this level, and if I can make anybody else better, then I, I continue that legacy of the game of great players. So I thank you very, very, very much. I've got, I've got one last question, <laughs> and it's just for, it's just for the game on, on the 12th. Obviously, April 12th is coming up really fast. What kind of what kind of energy do you want from the crowd, and what kind of energy are you going to give back? Olha, a, a melhor energia possível. Nós sabemos que a torcida é que motiva os jogadores. E se da arquibancada a gente nós sentimos que o nosso torcedor estão querendo. Com certeza nós vamos dar uma resposta muito grande e positiva é, para os dois lados. Um, he, it's basically is like the, the fans make the game more excited and motivate the players to play as hard as they can. So that's what he's expecting, the best energy as possible, fans interacting with the players, excited about the game, trying to make uh, uh, the players better. Uh, and the game easier for them. If we put some pressure on our opponent there, and and the the, the crowd plays together with the team, yes. that makes them really much better, and the game easier to play. Oh, you'll get you'll get it from us. You, you hear this, Andy? <laughs> Andy, you better bring your game because this dude's here to hear in a whole country yell at him. You guys better bring it. That's on you and on us. Yes, so. but thank you for taking time after uh, your dinner to come uh, talk to us. We really thank you so much. It. Oh, yes. thank you, thank you. Uh, you guys are amazing. Yes, and uh, we're well, looking forward to seeing you April 12th and a couple of games beforehand, but April 12th we'll all be out there, thousands of people screaming for you, and we really appreciate it, so thank you very much. Okay.